welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampi. I'm Christy. Let's talk about The Bachelorette. We're back at The Bachelorette Mansion. Once again, Christy, oh, what a romantic season we're headed into. It's so wonderful. And I love how optimistic Charity is, even though it's not going to last, in my opinion, personally. But let's let's get into this, shall we? Yep, we learned we'll have two group dates and a one-on-one. The mm-hmm. first one-on-one is with Aaron B. Mm-hmm. Ah, so I know you're typically the fashionista of, of this show. You're the real reporter of the the fine fashion that we see here typically speaking but i gotta say real questionable choices on brandon's part brayden however you say his name bray (laughs) brayden uh that's one of those like oh well we went to harvard and our parents went to harvard and our parents parents went to harvard so he shall as well and we shall call him brayden uh, that's a whole nother thing. But questionable fashion choices, in my personal opinion. Uh, that scarf. Do you enjoy that scarf he was wearing? I, I did not. <laughs> and then the, the earrings. The earrings, yes. He really leaned into the earrings this episode. And I did not. I just. I didn't. It's uh, just odd. They're too long, I guess. Yes, the thing is, I feel like I wouldn't like those earrings on anybody. It's just a weird look. Maybe maybe I'm just not hipping with it. You know, like, I like the studs. But then he goes and throws in these, like, feathery things. I don't know. Yeah, not my style. Mm-hmm. And he's he's continuing to really do his best to get eliminated uh we i just i i can never believe but here we are with yet another first impression rose winner who's just absolutely gobsmacked cannot believe that someone else would get a one-on-one has he not watched the show before like this makes no sense (sighs) but like we've had this happen i feel like so many times it feels like a repeated thing. Man, maybe it's just my PTSD and it isn't actually that common, but it feels like it's pretty common. The entitlement, like, oh, yeah, I got the first impression, Rose. How dare you give a date to someone else? You're supposed to continue validating me. Uh, but yeah, as you mentioned, the first one-on-one, and I also, this is just a personal experience thing. When I was a kid, I really wanted this red Mustang convertible. I even had a little Hot Wheels replica. <laughs> like this specific one? Yes. Oh, I didn't know mm-hmm. what yes, it was. Yes, it's a cl- it's cl- classic square corners. Just the just 100% classic. It's real great. Yeah. That's just a little insight into my past. And, uh, yeah, they go driving around downtown Hollywood. I mean, you were commenting, I believe, on an apparent lack of safety 
That was yeah. very concerning I to you. I didn't see any seatbelts. Not the first time I've seen that on the show before. Yeah, I think it's old enough that it has no seatbelts or like at least just over the belt seatbelts perhaps. Um, we learn they both like old school music. Mm-hmm. We do that thing where, like, I like something. I like that, too. Whoa! <laughs> you had military father? I had military father. You got... you Your your parents made you clean up on the weekends? My parents made me clean up on the weekends. Mm-hmm. So they eventually end up with a Hollywood sign. Yeah, did you... Did you... Uh, I, I, did you enjoy that? Is that, is that a, a date you would go on sitting and sitting sort of on the on the back of a cool car having a little picnic nice little chat i mean sure it's it's a lot better than one of the adrenaline dates that's for sure like bungee jumping which we've seen in the previews yeah i mean you're not really much of a excitement or thrill seeker no christy likes a little bit more of the tame side of life like a nice picnic but not on the ground <laughs> that's too close to bugs you gotta kind of split you gotta find a happy medium between falling through the sky and being close to bugs uh yeah <laughs> apparently it's the 100 year anniversary of the sign which somehow connects to their parents being married yeah well because so the sign is 100 years old now. Her parents have been married for 100 years. Wait, no, that was, <laughs> it was only 48, I think. Yeah, 48. Uh, I just, I think the idea was just, you know, it has staying power. You know, it has help, It has longevity. Mm -hmm. You know, if their kids could one day sit where they sat under the Hollywood sign, in all those years in the future. How what a wonderful thing that would be. Yeah, they both talk about their parents' long marriage and then he said he feels a spark and they kiss and I'm just like so the parents' long marriage is like a turn on for these people, like something for them to bond over that immediately means we will be a good pair. Look, the season is short. <laughs> It's only a couple days till the next rose ceremony. You gotta take the chances you can, uh, you can when they're presented to you. And I, th I think, I don't know. It's just with a show like this, with a crunched time frame like this. I just feel like you, you're always on the lookout for little moments like this. Is like. You're saying with the car, the classic music is like, oh, wow, that's a thing in common. That's a thing. See, this could work. <laughs> this could work. We are bonding here. It just sometimes, no matter. sometimes it just seems like kind of flimsy, but well, it, I, I got to latch onto something, look, I guess. Look, in real life terms, yes, I would agree. It is very flimsy, but you got to do what you got to do. So they eventually trek to the actual letters, like, up close. Yeah, it took a little hike up there, which I don't think that 
I don't think that's normally allowed. I but, think I remember hearing that too. Yeah, I think it's I think it's typically off limits to the public, which wow. All that access being on the show. See, this is why I keep telling you you should go on the show, get access to all these cool places. You love access. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh uh I was hoping he wouldn't, but he did. He he brought back out his double-sided coin it's it's old now uh-huh. <laughs> well you know he had to just take the opportunity to flip it to see if they would have everlasting love well are what, they well, what do you know <laughs> because the same head is on the same you know both sides uh, he gets the result he wanted wow Ah, uh, that is incredible. I, I, yeah. I do also want to touch briefly on the brief moment we saw of the house because that that cracked me up personally. Just to see uh, Aaron S. and Adrian just like lurking in the corner like, mm, I can't believe these guys are having fun. <laughs> This isn't this isn't summer camp. This is a serious thing. Yeah, they were why, really. Why why would they jump in the pool when they have nothing to do for hours and hours? Yeah, they were kind of up on their high horse a little bit. Oh, absolutely. And we will we will revisit this. We also learn Adrian has a one year old daughter at this point. <laughs> Boring. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not like in real life terms, just like in this show. I just, I'm over children in the show. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, like, they're used as pawns and I don't appreciate it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. That's true. I'm taking the moral high ground here. (laughs) Just as they were, but I'm above them. So, (laughs) Uh, yeah, we can go back to to the date did you like I, I i didn't even catch where that was but it looked fancy where they had for the night yeah that looked like a spot they've been to before which wouldn't be surprising mm-hmm. so we learned yeah. something very shocking about aaron that family is very important to him what <laughs> wow that is revolutionary i like family's important to her too another connection what, what? <laughs> they should just get married right now unbelievable wow so he talked about his um four-year relationship that he had in college and now he wasn't the best boyfriend struggled with communication checked himself into therapy there's a little bit of a weird way to say that though yeah it doesn't normally just you went to therapy <laughs> right like it's not rehab he went to so well, maybe he was and <laughs> then like i guess at some point later he then had partners that were flirting with other guys and so mm-hmm. ouchie yeah so now he sees charity as a safe space yeah, well that you know that that was very vulnerable. 
Aaron. Mm-hmm. Great job. That's what she needed to hear. Yeah, Charity also says that Zach allowed her to grow and gave her a safe space. Are you saying Zach gave her last season? Yeah, last season, Charity is saying that Zach allowed her to grow. Oh, and yet dumped her. Yes, I thought it was interesting that like allowed she actually had grow. something positive yeah. to say about him. Well, it's in the contract. You well, have to speak positively. Well, Rachel and Gabby trashed Clayton on their season. So that's kind of what I was comparing it to. It wasn't in their contract. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So uh, he just, he thinks charity is a ton of green flags. This is just, it's such a nice thing to yes, say. And such a great, great start for the season. <laughs> yep. So everything is great between them. So, so great. They go to a concert, or I guess concert in quotes. They listen to one song. Yes, it's really uh, just another make-out dance. Yes. As and always. As Lauren Elena sings. Mm-hmm. Don't know who that is? She so. was on American Idol a bunch of years back. Mm-hmm. This is what it's come to for her, huh? <laughs> Yeah, huh. it's always funny how like the performers are like not like you're never gonna get like a Taylor Swift to perform, but like I don't know. It's like what point in your career do you have to be to be the bachelor performer? I mean it doesn't seem like a good place to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I absolutely could be wrong, but that's just my mm. initial perception of of that yeah it's almost like bad if i recognize you because that means like you're pretty famous but yet you're having to perform on the bachelor oh no look people people got bills to pay right yeah i don't know how much they actually get for this but maybe the exposure is worth it may maybe so but yeah she really she was really, really digging Aaron. I mean, she was like, wow, this season is going so well. I feel so great. And I was just like, I was watching it and I was thinking to myself, girl, you take these wins where you can get them because you are not going to feel this good all season. That is no. for sure. She gave him the rose during the song, which is odd still to me. Mm, that's like a Matt James or a Clayton move, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, somebody else did that. Uh-huh. I feel like was it Clayton that did that like a number of times, like more than once? <laughs> I mean, probably. Hmm. I don't know why they started doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I also want to take this moment to state that all the group dates this episode made me very uncomfortable. I think the second group date was uncomfortable. Like, well, it was way more, more. It was more uncomfortable. The first one is like we've seen this sort of thing before, and I didn't want to see it those other times either. Okay. Yeah, the title is "Suns Out, Buns Out" for the first one. Uh, I heard that, and I was like, "Please, God, no." 
<laughs> no. So at first it's all innocent. They have like some sand castles. They're playing football yeah, on the beach. Fun in the, fun in the sun. And then Jesse Palmer enters wearing a suit jacket to I the beach. I don't know why. <laughs> that made no sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> but he blasts his air horn like super loud and announces it'll be a dodgeball game. A a a a dodgeball game. This is the fourth annual Bachelorette Dodgeball. <laughs> it's very important. I didn't have the official name. Uh, well, look, I needed to bust that perception right away. Okay, it's like yeah, this this has a legacy, a history. Yes, well, one of the previous ones was Claire's season. Yes, with- I did actually see that. That I, I did actually see that, and that was hilarious. The, uh, the throwback. Yes, one of the guys mentioning Yosef and his yes. daughter. Did you have you seen that meme on the internet that goes around every season since then about Yosef? No. Like apparently, Yosef. Remember how Yosef was like. How dare Claire do this when I have my daughter watching yeah, at he home? Yeah, he was very angry. So every season since then, whenever there's like one of these nudity type dates, there's like memes that trend on Twitter. Like, how dare the producers do this <laughs> when Yosef has his daughter at home? So one of the guys mentioned it. I know, it. I know, because they sh- they show they obviously like they were showing throwback footage to all the previous yeah. uh, Dodge Bowls, and then they they showed that because that was the last one, I guess, because I I actually was around for that i saw that as yeah. it happened and then yeah <laughs> one of the guys did make that call yosef has his daughter at home <laughs> a, uh, full, so I guess, a full circle moment yeah i guess uh see some people watch the show yes as you probably should if you're going to be a contestant every single person should watch before you get cast yeah but some people just don't get the memo apparently so the losing team will be going back to the mansion, and they have to wear thong uniforms for no reason, well, really. Thongs. Uniforms does not. Well, they're like dis- coordinated colors. Dis- describe that. Yes, we have a, a, a like a just eye blinding pink and an eye blinding like green. Like, yeah, like a neon green, uh, and of course. Sports cups are mandatory. Don't well, want, I would hope so. We don't want any bruised or broken balls here. And so I would like to know the production team who set this up, why they put the audience members in the line of fire. Where, during... else, are, where else are you going to put them? There's, I don't know. A, this isn't a stadium. Maybe a little further back, like Christy. Christy, this is dodgeball. Okay, <laughs> they're not throwing like spears or shot puts around. Like these well, are some of those balls had some rubber. Had some pretty high velocity on them. They were like getting punched. Yes, but I mean, I mean, they did lean into that by uh, by editing in a couple Wilhelm screams throughout as a, a ball went close to one of the spectators uh which if you're not aware of, about the wilhelm scream you should look up that fun little tidbit about film history and people falling through things but 
that uh, sound effect is pretty well known and hilarious to me. Oh yeah, a few people got clocked a little bit. But they were fine. I mean, yeah, you know, they're not injured or anything. Just... This is what you signed up for, okay? I mean, I'm sure some of those women were like, oh, I got hit by Caleb B's ball. <laughs> it was so hard and fast, you know? Wow. <laughs> I mean, I actually thought this was a fun thing to watch. It's fun to watch dodge dodgeball in general. Yes, as well as the additional enjoyment factor that you weren't actually there and being forced to participate. Well, yeah, you just get to like have a bird's eye view. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there was some, there was some, some real intensity here. Mm -hmm. I mean, you had Caleb B, who like previous pitcher, just bringing the heat. Yeah, just you had all these just amazing athletes. It was, it was a contest for the ages. I think it was like a best of five, and mm -hmm. pink team ended up winning. Yeah, I mean, it was down to the wire, 2-2, two, two, but unfortunately, it was not to be for the green team. Well, they ended up giving MVP to Adrian, who was on the green team, so he got to attend with the pink team at the after party. Mm -hmm. Which they did for very specific reasons. Yes. Even though, in my opinion, so I actually agree with Brayden that he should not have been given the MVP because he was the one who threw the ball that got caught and doomed his team in the first place. He was the one who <laughs> lost the championship for them. Well, I think the <laughs> idea was that they needed somebody from the other team. Otherwise, there's... There's no point, really, of the MVP being on the winning team because they're already going to the after party. No, no, what I'm saying is they should have given it to somebody else on the green team, not the person on the green team who lost the game. Well, he didn't throw the ball hard enough, and so it was caught. Maybe they were going for more of an overall, like he really contributed to the team effort over the course yeah, of yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, whatever. <laughs> I totally believe the reasoning. <laughs> so, yeah, Brayden doesn't think Adrian deserved it. Uh-uh. No. And definitely no no ulterior motive or, you know, background reasoning to why, you know, definitely no prior hatred. When Braden sat down with Charity, I feel like I couldn't really understand anything they were saying. There was a lot of mumbling and giggling. I said, I hate this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> It's a making out. That was about it. I don't understand her, the infatuation she has with Brayden. Because he's just, he, he's such a hottie. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you tell people how you really feel? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure I share her, her thoughts there. No, I mean, I would say he's a he's a pretty good-looking guy. I mean, he makes some questionable decisions on how he presents that. But I, the, the bigger problem I have is just his behavior, I guess. Which is what I... Look, I said this from the very beginning, all right? I don't want to, like, puff myself up too much, but I'm pretty incredible, all right? I was saying from the very beginning, well... 
He seems like he could do pretty well if he doesn't sabotage himself with his ridiculousness and his awkwardness. And that has really played played through here. I just think the behavior in, impacts attractiveness. Oh, I agree. So, I'm just saying she at this point she hasn't seen enough of that for the self-sabotage to complete. I see. But perhaps as time moves on, she will. Just so saying. She also chats with John. Uh yeah, just quick just a quick stop by for a kiss to make sure that, you know, she hadn't forgotten about him. Yep, he even said make sure I get a kiss. Yeah, he's like just... Come here you are. <laughs> <laughs> You can't, you can't send me home if I've kissed you. Because <laughs> there are other men you haven't kissed. So I, I get up the ladder a little bit. A little desperate. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like John decently enough. So. Yeah. Uh, so Braden is talking about if he doesn't get the group date rose, what does that say about our connection with me? Maybe I sound like a spoiled brat. Yeah, you yeah, do. You do. <laughs> Absolutely. Then tells, uh, what is his name? Adrian, that he wouldn't have picked him for MVP. <laughs> he would have picked Caleb. Like, <laughs> I mean, she, they should have picked Caleb. But, but, like, what good does that do to tell Adrian, like, he already got MVP? Because they don't particularly like each other. Because, you know, Adrian takes this very seriously. And Brayden just has this fun, wacky side. And they just, you know, they just don't understand each other. You know? And I just... Ugh... I don't enjoy that this has become a focal point of the season so far. It's all they got. <laughs> mm. Unfortunate. Yeah, also mentioning, uh, it's like, I want to give, well, and, and all the, I don't want to give Rose to anybody else. Like, yeah, I know, but you don't have to, like, be prancing that mindset around. Especially when you have someone like Adrian, who is very clearly not enjoying you in the slightest. Yeah, Charity, uh, Charity talks with Adrian. He tells her he has a daughter. Whoa. So great. <laughs> She's probably like another one. Uh, like, man... Why, why, why did they get me all these people who have kids? I specifically said I wanted someone without <laughs> kids. Or I don't have time for kids. It's tough being an influencer. <laughs> you have responsibilities. Very important ones. You know, especially when you're not yet at the financial place where you can just like send them off to boarding school or with a nanny full time, you know? It really interferes with just the hustle but he asked us he has to share it because it's a very vulnerable thing and it's a huge deal that he's taken away time from from his daughter there's only and, one and trust you know he's trusting th that this process has potential oh just it makes me want to throw up <laughs> 
not a fan and <laughs> of then, yeah. just leaving his child behind. Well, yeah, and just again, the the fact that people typically use their kid as a pawn mm. in this whole process yeah. of like see like i've shared this with you so see i'm super vulnerable and like it was so difficult for me to like give myself to this thing but i did because i just i like you so much and i see so much potential it's just like give it give it a rest like i don't believe you in the slightest and i know you always say Oh, Sampy, you take this too seriously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is just a reality TV show. This isn't a big deal. And I know that, okay? But I still, some of this stuff I can't leave behind. All right. So I don't like that. And I also then did not appreciate this segue into just uh, let's throw Brayden under the bus. Well, at this point, he doesn't mention Brayden specifically, well, he, but... He doesn't mention Brayden. But he does say that it's like spring break in the house. But then doesn't tell her who it is, and is like, oh, you're you're smart. You'll figure it out. Yeah, see, I don't like, I don't like that attitude in the slightest. I hate that attitude. I don't like the vague pot stirring like that but yeah it serves no it serves no purpose if you're gonna say that like be specific and call out who you're talking about yeah and again it's just also i'm sure that there are a bunch of people not taking the process seriously but to sort of again sit there like watching everything happening and be like oh they're not doing this in the same way that i am they must be horrible garbage people who don't take this seriously. That's such a specific take. <laughs> it's like what if you were in that situation, right? If you were on a season and 98% of the time you're just waiting around because the lead is off with other people, are you just going to sit in the corner and just be like, okay, I'm just waiting, doing nothing, waiting for them to come back. Or would you like try to do stuff to keep your mind off of it? And maybe that's what this whole judgy thing is. This is just his way of passing the time. <laughs> but it's just silly to me. Yeah, I mean, all this leads to is Charity having to like come back and upset about the spring break thing. And yeah, all, all it does is like psychologically torture the lead yeah usually for no reason yeah john ends up getting the group date rose yeah she's like i can't take this drama he but he didn't he just stopped by and kissed me it's all good i can give it to him yeah adrian i think was thinking he was gonna get it oh no absolutely 100 percent. he's like see i proved that i'm the serious one I'm here for the right reasons. I mean, it's really just the opposite side of Brayden. Brayden's coin. Yeah, I mean, after she leaves, the two of them are kind of going at it again. Brayden, I mean, Adrian's all self-righteous. And Brayden's like, yeah, it doesn't need to be a sour mood in the house. <laughs> so. And I was like, okay, the lead is gone. Let's all be depressed now for the next 12 <laughs> hours. Okay. And no talking either. Just, de just 
you want to smell the depression. No pool time. No, no pool time. Pool time is bad. Very, very bad. I wonder, maybe you think all of this, all of this torment and trouble is because Adrian had a bad experience at a pool as a kid <laughs> and he doesn't know how to swim. <laughs> and so he's like really sad and jealous that all the other guys who are able to swim and enjoy the water are out having fun. And like he can't because he can't swim and he doesn't, he doesn't want to be embarrassed. And so like he kind of has to keep himself away and like it hurts his feelings. <laughs> That's quite a story. <laughs> that's a that's just a very elaborate backstory to uh, <laughs> that likely does not exist. But you know, you wonder that sometimes. I, I wonder because you see these things happen on the show, and it's like, what possibly could have been the lead up to this in this person's life? So I just it, sometimes you never I, know. Sometimes I wonder about that. You know, yeah. Well, it's time for the second group date. Gabby, Please, no. Gabby Please, and Rachel no. this are was, here. This was just so many bad things stacked upon each other. So they have the opportunity to break the record for longest kiss in Bachelor Nation, which is a dumb record to start with. Yes, it's a dumb record and uh, not very, uh, I guess, the qualification standards are not very stringent or just uh, well refereed in my opinion uh and i just i mean you know that like from the get-go rachel and gabby kind of annoy me <laughs> so like that's that's the first thing and then they've just they built this stage and I've just been like, yes, come everyone, come watch everyone be publicly humiliated here as we publicly do this group date. <laughs> no, I did not. No. So they have some, no! they have some questions no! for the men. <laughs> like, where do you put your hands when kissing? They really, they really like these group dates with the little mini individual whiteboards don't they yes they asked what's the sexiest thing about charity and then like kind of like a fill in the blank my kiss with charity would be and then the worst part of this was the show us your ultimate make out where the guys are making out with their own hands or the microphone no <laughs> i reject that it was so cringy and did, hard to watch. Did you catch the moment where Spencer was like, "Yeah, like if I if I was the one who get to break the record, like she might faint." But <laughs> <laughs> she loved the confidence. And they also had to tell a story about their best kiss, but the only one that really mattered was Joey's. Oh yeah, because she just went very hard through this whole process. And basically just described his day so far and made it about charity, which worked. Oh, yeah. So he's he like, won. Yeah, this one time. <laughs> this one time I like. There's this girl. She was wearing this sequin dress. 
and like we had the opportunity to break <laughs> the bachelor nation longest kiss record it's like ugh ugh so all the guys have to stand there and watch mm-hmm yeah that was great yeah i'm sure they loved that no they they hated it and i i hated it just because of it existing but also i just like where like we didn't establish like the criteria for this like what really counts as continuous like oh they came apart multiple yeah, times exactly so like I don't think this was like Where? an official Guinness World Record one. No, obviously not. no. It's no the uh, one the one they showed a flashback to of Sean and Leslie. I think that one was, but this one was just longest kiss in Bachelor history, not like Guinness World Record or whatever. No, I'm not saying it was. I'm just saying have some freaking standards. Okay, I I know it wasn't <clears throat> like I'm sure that is even too ridiculous for a guinness record i'm just saying let's have some standards in how we conduct ourselves you know <laughs> let's let's actually this lay things bachelor. out okay like it was it was a make out yes for okay. four minutes and 25 right. seconds i see your indicator of this is i counted it as more than one kiss when, if it was legitimate, four and a half minutes, it would have been one single kiss. That's true. So there's some food for thought. <laughs> we got some weird commentary from Gabby and Rachel as it was happening. Yeah, I you know. We got some hip action. No, I didn't like that. <laughs> so after... Well, I guess it turns out this is now a one-on-one -on -one for Joey. So it's kind of like a combo group date one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, it's just like, okay. So Joey won. The rest of you, get out. Go. So they... Tuck tail. And, and run, run home. <laughs> <laughs> then I have to tell the rest of the guys who were at the house. And Brayden is personally offended. Oh, he takes this so personally. How... Like, it was basically another... Yosef. <laughs> Another Yosef moment. <laughs> How dare she? How disrespectful and rude. Yeah, and then he's like arguing with this other guy because he was yeah. like, Yeah, it was a fun date otherwise. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, and then of course, right, once again, they just, Brayden and Adrian have to go back at it and just all this nonsense, like. <sighs> oh, it's time for Joey's one-on-one -on -one dinner portion. Can I, can I just say, this episode exhausted me, okay? <laughs> it exhausted my patience, my will to live. It exhausted everything. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> Just the just the the arguing was too much. <sighs> Sorry, please continue. So Joey talks about how growing up with divorced parents, uh, mainly because his dad came out when he was in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so they got divorced after that. Which makes sense. I mean, a little bit. You know, if you're married to someone who is not physically attracted to you, let alone physically attracted to any one of your gender, perhaps best to to part ways. But despite that, he has a close relationship with his father. And I guess he was kind of putting, he was like putting a different spin on things. Because typically you have the person come in and be like, yeah, so like my parents divorced and, you know, it's really tough for me because, you know, I don't want you to just see me as as someone from a broken home when we're trying to get to know each other and, and be married and, like, all this stuff. And he was like, no, actually, like, yeah, like, they had a good reason to get divorced and, like, I have a good relationship with both my parents. Yeah, it is interesting how on the show, like, your parents being divorced somehow is like this red flag, this perceived red flag. It's like, okay, that's your parents' relationship, not yours. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, there may be some statistical indicator of like, I don't know, it, it's possible that like kids of divorced people might be more likely to be divorced potentially. But, like, this show doesn't care about facts anyways. So it's more of just, like, the breaking of the fairy tale. I suppose. (laughs) What? It's just, like, uh, was it... Was it Gabby? I don't think it was Gabby. It was... Who was it last season who, like, her grandparents were married for like 400 years and her parents were married for a bajillion years. And so she's like, I'm going to keep that streak going sort of thing. I forget who that was, but it's sort of that, but less extreme typically for people when they're coming in, they're like, yeah, I need to have married parents. Yeah. Or I have to like really turn it into a, a tearjerker of a story that elicits enough like emotion and vulnerability that I can kind of, keeping forward instead of getting discarded (laughs) so joey obviously gets the rose they make out a bunch shocked i say shocked pretty much the end of that date yeah she liked kissing him so much she just kept having to do it so there you go and the sun rises once more (laughs) So Brayden is back on his high horse talking about he's going to go home if he doesn't hear what he needs to hear from Charity for disrespecting <laughs> the guys. Okay, sure. Go home. I know, right? Just there's the door. I don't care. <laughs> That's not a threat to me. That is no something to look forward to. So Jesse informs that there won't be a cocktail party, but a barbecue instead. Yeah, I mean it's it's the classic, it's the classic host bait and switch. Oh, I have such terrible news! The cocktail party has been canceled. Oh, but we're having a party during the day instead. They, oh. they, they gotta stop doing this. I also want to take this moment to make the observation that. Jesse here was dressed so casually 
that it was very weird to me. I don't like, remember what like, he was wearing. He was wearing like a freaking flannel plaid shirt. This is how he showed up to the mansion. To the mansion. I mean, yeah, it's in the morning or during the day, whatever. But that's how he showed up in the mansion. Contrasted to the morning before where he showed up at the beach wearing a, <laughs> a suit. <laughs> in my mind, it was perhaps a little flipped there yeah in terms of the the outfit choices but i just i just like saw him walk. i was like wait are you serious right now he like showed up <laughs> at the beach in his suit and he's just here like in his pjs <laughs> uh so that's not important but i did want to say something about it yeah <laughs> i know everyone appreciates my completely useless asides uh yeah barbecue time whoa party yeah just a bunch of footage everyone having fun i it, it is my theory that this would be more enjoyable than a cocktail party yeah it's way more relaxed just more fun yeah yeah. So how did it how did it go? Tell me tell me everything. Well, we saw a short little combo with Dotton and Charity. Mm-hmm. Um, but then this was really the Braden Adrian party. Yeah. So Braden is spouting his nonsense again. He's wearing a velvet shirt and earrings like like yeah, <laughs> what so was instead, this outfit? Instead of instead of the like single sort of dangling feather looking thing it was like a double one i think <laughs> um yeah it's like i feel like a freaking rock star like i don't i don't know you don't know and he he like he acknowledges that it's ridiculous and he's like yeah like you know i'm sure this makes people think like i'm you know, surface level or lacking emotional maturity or whatever, but like, I don't care because I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, didn't he also say like the pursuit of love is selfish? He did say that at some point, yes. <laughs> so he does talk with Charity. Mm -hmm. To deliver his ultimatum. But I feel like he kind of backed down. He didn't oh, absolutely. really tell yeah. her how he felt. Oh, yeah, because he's full of crap. Yeah. Like, and so everything gets smoothed over. She charity like, yeah, I I appreciate him for opening up and being vulnerable. Even even though, so I I don't remember if this is the exact quote, but it's very close. I think he basically opened that conversation with her, saying like, I like I have doubt in your character right now. <laughs> This is ABC's The Bachelorette. Okay, come on. These people have very little control over their situations, all right? This is a TV show that is getting produced by producers who are doing their producer evil things, all right? This is not the charity show. So she talks Ugh. with Adrian next, and he finally, like 
spills the beans about Brayden, tells her that... It's like, well, if you haven't figured it out by now, <laughs> I'll just tell you. Yeah, talks about Brayden invalidating Josh's feelings, the classless and disrespectful comments. And to make it all worse, he was swimming. <laughs> <laughs> and jumping in the pool. Yeah. So, Charity's not pleased to hear this, and so I guess that's kind of the end of the pool party mm -hmm. or barbecue for her. Yeah, another another very typical bachelor thing. Like Jesse comes out and he's like, "So guys, you might have noticed Charity's <laughs> not here, and that's because one of you made her very upset." <laughs> Like that's the, like that's, the, that's what it's happened. Ridiculous. Like, yeah, she's gone. Is because you guys were total buttholes to her. How and, dare you? And Adrian stupidly admits what he did. And he's like, obviously, I was the last one to talk to her, <laughs> and I was the only one around here who could tell her the truth. So I don't know why you're coming at me because I'm just I'm just the one telling the truth here. And if you guys can't handle that, then I don't know what to tell you. So uh, it is time for the rose ceremony. Yeah, I I just want to say as well that little moment they had there definitely did not win Adrian any friends either. No. I mean, if anything, if anything, Brayden got out of that more unscathed than Adrian did. Because Adrian was very, he came on so strong and was just throwing out all these words and got the guy, like the guys, but the casts in general do not, do not like that. You know what they said during World War II? Loose lips sink ships. And that goes for Bachelor Nation as well. You can't just be blabbing all this stuff to the lead. Can't do it. Mm -mm. No. So, yes, rose ceremony. So everyone except for John Henry, Spencer, Josh, Caleb A, and Caleb K go home. Yay! We're down to one Kayla. I know. <laughs> I bet she was like, you know what? I can't keep them straight. <laughs> yeah, the producers were like, look, look, Charity, we made a mistake, okay? We didn't realize that having three Caleb's was going to cause so much of an issue. You got to ax two of them. Yep. Y yeah, and I mean, if the editing was to be believed, Brayden did get the last rose. Yep. Came down to the wire, uh, which was, it was a good time for me because, you know, when Adrian got picked, you could see on Brayden's face, he's like, oh, crap. Am I, am I gone now? Because she seems like she's made her choice. <laughs> Right, because typically when this stuff happens, like either you send both of the troublemakers home or you're like, okay, I can tolerate you a bit longer, but no, you have to go. And so once again, he kind of peed his pants a little 
waiting. Yeah, for he her was sweating. To, yeah, he was sweating real hard, which was great. I think that, I think that the more times that that can happen to him, the better. I think it builds character. <laughs> I just, I think that. I think that at the further we get into the season, I say for, the further we get, like this is the second episode, but the more time that passes, the more I regret having such a harsh opinion of Nehemiah's warnings. Oh yeah, I think Nehemiah was right. <laughs> he picked up on something there. I and I and I just I. I, I couldn't see. I was blinded. I was blinded by the by the earrings and the beautiful Christopher Reeves face. I couldn't see it. And he was right all along. Yeah. Man. Sometimes you just gotta eat a little humble pie. I end up getting a lot of servings of that throughout the seasons and episodes here. Do you have anything else, Christy? No. Nothing happened outside of the season? There were no racial controversies since we last spoke? <laughs> no, there were, it was there pretty were no, standard. There were no more cast members with blackface pictures in their high school yearbooks? Not yet, at least. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 typically a little later in the season. Yeah, like some somebody with some opportunistic timing will drop it at like final four or something. Yeah, part of me wonders a little bit because if we have that happen seemingly so frequently in like the top six to top four how many of the people below that are also mixed up and stuff like that we just don't find out about it we'll never know because they didn't get far enough in the season for people to care enough to spend that much time in their twitter histories I probably don't want to know. That's just, that's, just a, that's just a little nugget that popped into my brain. Hopefully people are learning to scrub social media more. Hopefully people are learning to make better decisions with their lives. Well, that too. <laughs> You're just like, you know, as long as you just get rid of the evidence. <laughs> no, it's just don't don't be stupid to begin with. That's my my philosophy that's how i try to live my life mm -hmm. and i hope that is how other people try to live their lives as well so i know i promised last episode that i would give the kiss count for the first episode which i did not give at that time and so i will give it according to my count we had 36 last episode and we had 43 this episode. Wow, 36 and 43. Mm-hmm. That's yes. a very strong start, I would say. Yes, and again, I cannot be held liable for how many kisses actually happened and how people may or may not count kisses differently. This That's is for that. entertainment purposes only. That's why it's the unofficial. <laughs> 
count. Yes, it is very unofficial. Uh, there are so many judgment calls that I have to make every single episode. You guys have no idea how stressful it is, but I do it because I care. Uh, so where can people find us, Christy? You can follow us at Group Dates Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Excellent. I'm uh, I'm excited for next episode because I feel like you might be a little uncomfortable because I don't think I don't think you like people singing off key. I do not. And it looks like <laughs> we're gonna be having a singing off key group date next week. That's great. Based on the previews. So we'll see how it feels when the shoe's on the other foot, shall we? <laughs> I guess so. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm that's an episode <laughs> I'm not gonna miss the viewing of. I'm gonna be right next to Christy. I'm gonna be watching Christy, not the show. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like she she has earned this, okay? She sees me week in and week out <laughs> hurting so deeply <laughs> at all the cringe. I didn't I didn't know what I was getting into. I didn't understand how much cringe I would be subjecting myself to. No, I guess you didn't. No. I know. You thought I it you thought it was just dating. <laughs> <laughs>